0: Uh, I like this, uh, how do you say the experience, the experience, I really do. I'm giving it champagne. stuff new stuff, pack busy all day. Ooh, ooh. You want to pass the dog? <laughs> it's gewalt. Good, good it reminds me, of me I'm getting old. <laughs> quarter to eight and a quarter to nine. This okay, good job. Hello. Okay. It's good? Great. <laughs> tadul huh? no. Mem- I don't understand the doll. No? Yeah. The so many swearing, I don't know. Does all Robert Chavez swearing? Or was it like that? It's like so filled to red. No, but We, <laughs> we will touch on the in and it's I find it interesting. Nike is what they the Robert Chavez treats. It is project interesting. A the taste this you show them in human. You uh-huh. see, says There's The grabs it and has a whole theory to explain the psukit between Parsha Tetzav and Parsha Tzav. So that's what we're going to touch on. I'm saying to touch on, and I'm being very precise because we're not going to can only touch on it, unfortunately. Okay, uh, Parsha Tetzav, That's this week's seder. And even though we didn't reach there yet, because it's further into the Parsha, nevertheless, we will treat it. Now, in Akadosh uh, uh, Baruch, who tells Moshe Rabbeinu how to prepare Aaron Akoyen and his sons, mm-hmm. after he's commanded to, to do the Kleh the Mishkon, excuse me, the, the Big De So then, on page 474 in your stone edition, we start reading with Hakadosh Baruch who says in chapter twenty-nine, Perik Haftes, Capital Haftes, Parashat Tzava, four hundred seventy-four. Hakadosh Baruch who says, ha'dover Hashem says, "You should have, take for them, take on their behalf." parechod one bull, the elim shnayim Okay? That's what's going to be relevant to us today. And then there are other details as the Torah goes on to detail. Okay. So there's a parechot and two rams. One bull and two rams. Now, the Torah makes it very clear. Listen. There's a Rashi which I'm not so sure. The Rashi is based on the Tanchuma. And I'm not going to make an issue of it, but my feeling is that it needs, I need to understand it better in the context of this roger That's why I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'll Put it in memory, so to speak, but just realize there's a power. What is this power? Rashi says why the power comes lechaper to atone for the sin of the eagle. Okay, so the power is the mature calf, and the eagle is the young calf. The eagle was the eagle. The power comes to atone for it. Now, put that aside. I don't know exactly how to, to blend the words of the, Rabich- the, the Torah of the Rav of today with this Tanuchubah, which is quoted in the Rashi. So let's go on. We're going to really concentrate on the Elim of the Rams. Okay. Now, there are two Rams. Okay. We're going to ram it in. <laughs> two Rams. Okay. Now, let's read on. What are we doing with them? Kodesh Boruchul, turn your pages to 476. Hashem says in Posek Yud, like the second line. Bring the par before the oil Mayed, Have Aaron and his sons lean their hands on the head of the par. That's called smicho, right? B'somach. So the words in the Torah says Aaron, Then we slaughter the par, etc. We slaughter it. We go on. Okay, so that's with the par. We took care of the par. Then Hashem goes on to say uh, in the verse 20, of 15, pasuk Tesvah, Take one of the rams. The some who are in one of his yedeim al rosh son should lean on the head of the ram, lean their hands on the head of the ram, and we slaughter the ram. Okay. Yeah, that's the first ram. Then Paskutess tells us. Paskutess tells us v'lo kach to You take the second ram, and there too it says b'samachar in one of his yedeim al rosh ha'oil. There too, Hashem says, the Aaron and his sons should have their hands should lean with their hands on the head of the on, of the ram. Okay, and then we continue on with the slaughtering, etc. Now, Torah makes it very clear that um, <coughs> the par is a korban chatos. Okay. Take a look at your Posuk uh, couldn't be mentioned even before, but I, give, I have it on this page in four seventy-six, uh, Posuk Yudala. the terror says Psara Par. The par is a chatos. See? Look at that as Psarapar Ves Eroyves Pershotes Rhoi Baij Bosal Khatoshu. It's a corbal chatos. Okay, it comes for an atonement. Okay, chatoshu. Good. Then we're going on to the first aisle. The aisle is oylohu. That's posuk Yudches. You'll see the hiktar. That's call ayla mazbecha oilohu lashek. That's a korban Alright? So the bull is a chatos. The isle is an oiler The second ayil, Torah doesn't say what it is. It doesn't highlight if it's an oiler what it is. What, nevertheless, if you will examine the psukim, it seems to be quite obvious that it is a carbon shlom. Now, it's, uh, there are verses which seem to claim that, but uh, Rashi says it explicitly. And it's found also in the in the, the mechilta from original medroshim or mechilta or safra etc we're the words kiel Miluim. we find there's an interesting description on the second ram which the first ram is not described as it's, in other words this, these terms this definition this description is only for the second ram and that is take a look at your verse chav beis posuk chav beis. when we're talking about the second ram it says Hashem says what to do with it Akadosh Baruch tells Moshe what to do with it. Uh, and he says, Ki, el miluim hu, says Rashi, what is miluim? Now generally we translate miluim to mean for inauguration. Right? When we inaugurate the Mishkan, so the, the miluim, the is miluim, were to inaugurate, etc. But Rashi says, el miluim hu, it's, it's wholesomeness, completeness. It's wholesomeness. Magida shah this pass, this term of ail miluim is coming to convey that the ail, the second the second ram is ail miluim, which is a korban shlomi. Yeah. And therefore, because it makes peace, Rashi says, mm-hmm. the altar gets part, mm-hmm. the koin, which does the avodur, in this case it's Moshe Rabbeinu, or the bayinu, and the, the owners who bring it. Okay, and Rashi goes on to speak about, you know, who Moshe Rabbeinu is doing, the avodur, then the rest is given to Aaron to eat, because they're the balim. In other words, the oven is the coin, which in this case it's Moshe Rabbeinu. So Moshe Rabbeinu Hashem says a part of that second ram goes to Moshe. Part is brought on the Mizbeach. And then the rest is eaten by Aaron and his sons, because they are the owners of this carbon. They are the ones who had to bring the carbon and so brought them back. Okay, so it's very clear, quite obvious according to this, what we've just read. The power is the chatos. The first ram is an oil, the of the Torah. The second ram is an is a shlomim, according to Rashi, and that's the way we learn the pasuk. What is novel about the shlomim is as follows: We know shlomim in general are uh, are, are are regarded as ko- kochim Kalim, the lighter, not such the severe kochim. The, not the holiest of kochim. Of, of sacrificial animals, but it is the lighter, and we know their leniencies by the Kochim Kalim. As for instance, one can eat the Kochim Kalim in the Besamikdosh in the whole of Yerushalayim, Okay? You don't have to eat it in the courtyard in the Azorah. Kochikotchim you have to eat in the Azora. Okay? Shlom generally are Kochim Kalim. Uh, the same would apply for the desert. In the desert the Kochikotchim is the Azora, which is the courtyard of the Mishka. That is the 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 the, the, the parallel of the, of the courtyard of the Besa Migosh, that's the courtyard of the Mishkan. Of the Chotzerah of the, of Mishkan Mishka is the Now, the whole of Machne Yisrael, the whole of the Jewish encampment where the Yidin camped, right? So the Mishkan was the Machne Shechina, where the Levites uh, uh, camped. That was the Machne that was around it. That was the Machne Leviel. Then was the Machne Yisrael. So the whole of the Machne Israel is regarded as Yerushalayim. So, Kochenkan can be consumed in the whole of Machne Yisrael. Nevertheless, we find here, read on, you will see, Akodesh who tells <laughs> Meshur Rabbeinu that these fellows, excuse me, I'm sorry, that Aaron Uvonov, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, Chazvacholin, it means, <laughs> yeah, Aaron Uvonov. I have the Recheres of the Rabbitshova, I'm not the of Aaron Uvonov. What's the me? new? Okay, so Akodesh who says, uh, look what it says. It says in Pesach Lamid on page four seventy eight. So it's mefurish foolish that they're eating it in the. So Rashi says Pesach oil really refers to the chotzer oil moayet, not that by the doorpost of the oil moayet, the entrance to the oil moayet to the hekel to the sanctuary, but it can actually be in the whole courtyard of the chotzer oil moayet, says Rashi. But that nevertheless makes it very novel. Because we know that Kochim Kalim can be, so that's novel about this Shlomim. The fact is, the Gemara says, that that is, there is a Hoyro HaShaw, this is, this is a special uh, halacha that has to be, not in the whole of the courtyard. but Rashi says it's the whole courtyard. But whatever the case is, even though it's Kochim Kalim, it's Shlomim, here it has a criteria of kochi. You Now there's a halacha, of Kochim, Kochim. So the second ram, even though it is Kochim Kalim, but the place where we have to consume it, where the koinim consume it, is in the same place where the kochikotchim are consumed. Therefore, only in the Chatzarimah. Okay, and we find such things like kochikotchim. Take out your sidur, what you say in the morning about the carbonis. I think it's toida, whatever. It's kifsi atzeres, right? Because in the shlomim, which are brought in atzeres and shvues, also have to be eaten in the and in the, the azorah, which has a din of kochikotchim, etc. So we find exceptions where, where shlomim, which are generally dis- uh, re- regarded, their criteria Kochim calling, but there are exceptions. We are Shlomim, or Kochim, So that's, so these are the three Karbonis ended. That's clear in seven. Now, the, here Akadosh Baruch, commands Meishu Rabbeinu, what to have Aaron do, what to do, and what to have Aaron follow along, and what Aaron has to have their participation. Now, we find- So one day and one night, we uh, Yeah, but um, we're not learning the Hilfus Carbonis now. Hilfus well, no, no, Yeah, for sure, those are the differences. Correct, one hundred percent. Yeah, we once discussed it by the moon. Yeah, two days and a night for sure. Many differences. Yeah, yes, you Okay, now, where do we find? Where was this implemented? Torah describes it by Arichus, in Parsha Tzav, Right, because Shmini, Shmini l'imilui. Right, the Parsha Shmini. Inside, we will find how actually Moshe Rabbeinu implements and has it all performed. And turn your pages to Parsha Tzav, and it's all there. So, if you don't mind, you have uh, 20 parts of the and we'll see it all there, and then we'll highlight a point. A point. The Roget what highlights, what the Roget highlights, of course. We'll highlight. Who are we? We are just attempting. We're fooling ourselves. Okay, what's the Red? It's not right? Okay, here we go. Here we go, and that is, in page, on page 580, 80, yeah, 580, Parsha Posuk Kapitel Ches, right? By Dar Hashem al-Mesh Lamer, Kach es Aaron ve Parachatos, that's the par, which we know is the chatos, right? Shnei HaElim, take it. Alrighty, and that's exactly what's happening, we read on, in Posuk 582, we're, exactly, that's what we're doing. Here we start, in Posuk Yudalit, it says, he brings the Parachatos, Aaron and his sons, Lean, take, lean. There with, they lean with the, their hands. They lean their hands at the head of the khatas, They slaughter it. They do the whole avoida and finish. Prosecute Cheses. They bring the el ha Right, the first rhyme is the oila. But They do the identical thing. Wonderful. Then in Pesach Chov Beis Shishi. By Yaker v'so elah there again. We find the highlight, elah hamiluim. And Rashi again stresses miluim here means to shlamim. Okay. Again, Rashi reiterates that. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Says the Rogitchover. Let's look. Let's concentrate on the second aisle, and we'll find a distinction between in the way it's presented in Tetzava, and the way it's presented in Tsar. Let's take a look at the second aisle. All right. And that is what vlakta's aila shaini. Posak, you test. Back to 476, please. karta is ha'y la Vesomach Aaron es Eshideyam Al-Roish Ho'. Okay? rabah. Now, go to Parsha Sav. Keep your fingers on that Posak. 582. Correct? It says Vayakrev Sale. I'm sorry. Eil Hamilui, correct? The last Possech of Beis, about on the page. Asks the Roger He Doesn't ask. Doesn't ask. He just says. Now, I'll, tell, I'll be honest with you. How the Roger Chevrogan thought, I can never know. So, and we always mention this. Does he build his binion, his whole theory, based on. This expression of the puzzle. in other words, what triggered his mind to build this whole theory, as we will soon present it, is based on the the you know, the fine details of the chumash, or because he knows collateral kula, so therefore he says, ah, that's why it's alluded in the fine details. So I don't know how he worked, and how he thought, but so I say, the Roger asks, it could be, I, I, it's foolish. The Rabbi Chavar has sees it all, has the whole full picture, and he says, ah, that's why we find the the, the fi- we see the fine detail in the Chumash, and it's alluded in the Chumash. Basically, he says, pay attention, and he says, look, by the first, we'll soon see, you'll appreciate it after, we'll, we'll, I'll bring to your and we'll juxtapose the other B'Sukamah, we'll soon see. So on the, on, again, excuse me, let's just concentrate before we, we get in this vowel. By the, again, by the first time it's presented, it says, B'Somach Singular. Singular, we're talking about Aaron and Vanov. Now you have to understand, Aaron is one. vanov. now, pastures there are four sons. Nod of is summer, and not of right? We'll soon discuss it, there are four, there are two. But whatever the case is, two, they're definitely there. Right? So it's definitely, there's a plural, many. It says, Vesomach, singular, right? It says, it's well, don't try to answer it, excuse me. Please, because I'm sure if you'll try You'll have some reconciliation, or you can definitely be able to. Is The facts are, I want to bring to your attention. Time doesn't allow, even though sometimes we do that, we end up being stuck with the other. Each Time does not allow. Time short. Time does not allow to bring to your attention what the Meforshim say, but it's dealt with already highlighted in the Meforshim, in the Orachayim Kodesh and the Rabbalei Tosfos, and the Ibn Ezra, and the Ponim Yafos, etc., etc., and those who have access to a Torah that is the encyclopedia on Fumish from Rav Kasher, Rav Mendel Kasher. So in his uh, in section on Tetzava, in the Miluyim, that's volume 23, I think, at the back of the volume 23, has a lovely exposition on the, what the Meforashim have to say on the different detailed express the different expressions between this section and that section. This is not the only difference. Okay, but he highlights this difference, and he shows how they're contradictory, each one, each one says, whatever, and then he brings the Rabi Chava to our attention. Ended. So what they say, they say, we're not going to touch on that now. What you say, you can gladly say, and you're definitely welcome, but now I'm going to say what the Rabi Chava says. So let's continue with concentrate. And I was trained that before I try to think what I have to say, you should concentrate on what the Rabi Chava says. Well, that's what my, my Rebbe didn't say much, but my father, Alava us, Shalom, used to tell me that, yeah? Before you start, you know, the become Arabic. No, if Get involved, and let's hear what we're discussing, right? And then after you've digested and etc., and you've figured it out, and you know what's going on, then you start thinking here and there. Otherwise, you'll never really absorb it correctly. So let's absorb it correctly. Thank you. Appreciate it. Shkowach. Now, can't for me? Okay. Okay. So again. So here we see it says the somach singular, even though we're talking about many. And then when it comes to what they actually do and they're actually implementing it, the Torah tells us that plural. It should have said es Al Correct? Now, to appreciate this deal, if you like it or not, take a look at the oil, excuse me, the Parchatos. And the ale, the first Isle, and you'll see that it's consistent. The expression, the language used in the Par hatos, is the same in Parshas Tetzaveh and in Parshas Tzav. The language used in the first Isle, the first Ram, which is an Oilo, correct, is the same language used in Parshas Tetzaveh and Parshas Tzav. The difference is found in the El hamiluim in this second land, right? Take a look at the power. Let's go back to the beginning where it says the All of the carbons, each sum, each carbon had to have iron and bone of lean, right? With their hands on the head of the power or the head of the iron. Take a look. Let's go to the, uh, where are we? Uh, uh, excuse me, where are we? Page 476, uh, 476, the, go back to 476. Vesomchu, take a look at the iron. Tezvav says Vesomchu, plural. Go back to where it says what they actually did. So it's just plural there when it says by the par. Where is the par? By the par. Come on. You doubt it? Correct. It says by is. Oh, singular. Oh, I a singular. That's the par. Oh sorry, where is by the power? Where's the power no? Here, Vesomach, somach, yeah, sorry. Posecute by the power. No, no. Sorry, 476 prosecuted Vesomach, no, somach no. aren't of its Singular. So when it comes, when they actually do it, the Torah says, what does it say? By the power? By singular. By Yismach Aaron of It's Yudemalia power. Posecuta. Page four five eighty two. Right? So in both places, by the power, it's singular. <clears throat> Wonderful, right? It's there. Wonderful. By the aisle, the first aisle, it says? This it says, Visamach singular. So, no, that's the so, Shani. So, I'm sorry. Visamchu, the first aisle, I'm sorry. It says Visamchu, plural. Possic Tesvav, plural. And also, when they actually implement it, it also says, by the first aisle, it says plural. What does it say? Vaisamachu. There? Yes, So when it comes to the first, the power and the first aisle, it's consistent, right? Why? By the second power, isn't it? Okay. Rakeshavra explains, really doesn't even discuss the first power, doesn't discuss the, the power at all, doesn't discuss the aisle, discusses the Elam Okay. The uh, Chazdei David in the Tesefte, in the Seftim Review, discusses. Highlights and brings to our attention and discusses the power, discusses the first isle, uh, has something to say about the second aisle. we'll see. And also the Chazenicheskel, also Rokhatskal Abramsky in in Mesichthemenochas, in the Tesefta, in Perigut, also discusses the power of the isle, but basically most of what he says is taken from the Sefer Chazdei Dovet, or Dovet Pardor. Okay, now, Rav okay. brings to our attention as follows. It says in Mesichthemenochas, Gemara says, Says the Gemara, we have, and we find that in our parasha too. The Torah also describes the of Tnufa, right? That we have to wave. There's waving going on, like we do the waves with the, with the lulav and eshrig, right? So there's waving done also with the Korbonis. So in our sedra, when it comes to the Tsava, the when it comes to the Korbonis, HaKadosh like Barucho says, there has to be also the Tnufa. Take a look, right? By the Lechem. Take a look at page 478. So placed on the hands of Aaron, the hands of his sons. So they have to do the waving, as Rashi explains exactly how the waving is done, etc., etc. Okay. So in our segment, we discuss smicha, the leaning, and then the waving. It's all there. And then more, by Arichas, more in detail, we find it in Pashas Vayikra and Chubash Vayikra with, by the karbonis. Tnufa and smicha. Okay. Now, the Gemara says in the as follows. You should know that if there are many individuals bringing a korban. The rule is as follows. That there's a difference between tnufa and smicha. By tnufa, we have to raise up the carbon. And there are five partners, for instance, bringing a carbon. Right? So the rule is every one of the partners, if the carbon demands that we should do the waving, everyone should be doing the waving. Same goes with the smicha. If it is a carbon owned by, because every owner of a carbon and they're bringing it as, in partnership, right? So everyone who has partnered that carbon has to do the smicha. They're all obliged, the smich is obliged to each individual. It's an obligation, the tenufa too. Nevertheless, the Gemara says, based on different verses, we're not going into the fine detail, those who are interested will them, learn the Sech the Menachas, that's why I'm mentioning the daf, I'm referring you there, because you can see it's there, you can expect it in a sh- shas, it's all there, to, to appreciate what we're saying. So the Gemara concludes, in conclusion, the Gemara says, and the Grammar passes that way, in Peric Test, Mihilch, Esma, that the rule is by tenufa, because the halakhi is you can't do more than one shnufa on a carbon. There's no way. You cannot once there's a, if the Torah demands that you wave, the waving is once. You have to do all the wavings, whatever it's meant to be, but it can't be once you do all the procedure, you can't do it again. It can't repeat it. Not allowed to be repeated. So therefore, if there are five owners of the carbon, there's no way it can be done five times. You can't. What then? We have to do we can't do them all together either. Let all the five hold the carbon and do it. Says the Gemara, nothing can't work. Because of interruption, we have to actually hold on to the Korban. We can have the interruptions, etc., etc. Again, when I go into the details. So the Gemara finally concludes, one does it on behalf of the rest. One of the biden. there are five owners, right? Five partners. One of the partners does it on behalf of all. The T'nufa. But by the smicha, says the Gemara, no. It doesn't have that limitation. Hmm. By smicha, it says to the a HaSalmach. In other words, based on the psukim. b'samach so means an individual makes the smicha. So every individual can make a smicha. And there's no limitation that you can make more than one smicha. So if there are five partners, we make smicha. Each partner does a smicha. Each partner leans with his full force on the animal, like the halochas of smicha, etc., et No worries, and we do it five times. Each partner does it. Now, the halacha is the question. That's not a question. Does each partner, is each partner meant to do it at the same time or one after another? So the Rambam Paskins, in the Hilfus Meisar bonus Perigimel, that you aren't meant to do, if there are five partners, one partner does the smicha, and he goes out of the way, moves away, the next partner approaches another smicha, the next partner moves away, the next partner approaches, etc., and they're not meant to do it at once. In other Words, all five partners cannot, two partners, have two partners, cannot two partners do the smicha at once, the basachas. Okay? The mocker for it is, uh, the source for it is, in other words, what's the original classical source? The source is, uh, in other words, if from the Gemara Mesach to it's not clear. We just know that we can do the smicha more than once, but should it be done at once or one after another? That is not clear in the Gemara. al it's very clear. It's in the Teisepte. With the Tesefta and Perigut says, that it should be done one after another. the Raman Paskins that way. It's a very clear Psechalofa. No Machloikis, no Rivets. Perigimul, the Roman that that is done not by Basachas, only by Zehachar, one after another. Good. Which, by the way, based on this Teisepte, not by the way, it's really part of our shir, uh, we find the Halacha of Smicha also by Megadev. That is, that's an unusual case. Normally, we make the smicha on animals, right, whilst they're alive. We have a special halochah by the megade, the one who is, who is Megadeth as is Hashem, blasphemy, right? And he's, uh, yeah, but before, the, he's stoned, etc., etc., the halochah is that the adim and the Dionim, both the, the, the judges and those who came to testify that they heard him, uh, the curse of cursed Hashem's name, so they are, they're meant to place their hands on the megade. Okay. Suppose that Allah rang and get the rampasters that way. It says in the Torah and the rampasters that way. And the Ram says before it as follows. Kol aidim ada yonem samechim besh ki daim akhad 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 ourishim megadiv each every all the aidim and all the dionim plus uh, lean their hands akhad al ourishim megadiv on the hand of the megadiv for Omer they say to the megadiv the fellow who blasphemed dumbach bereishcha you know, blood's on your head. You caused, you caused yourself that you should be stoned. Okay, so this is a halakha of the Rambam says, even though there are many cases of Arugi Besn that are yet, yeah, where bezn does capital punishment, this is the only, this is unusual, this is the novel case, where there's the din of smicha. Ended. Now, the Kasef Mishnah says, uh, he doesn't understand, there's a Mifurish, uh, uh according to the way he understood uh, a safra, uh one of the Medrashim and the Halochas, it, where it says that, anyway, he has a of the Rambam, but the Rambam doesn't bring a special adin, where not, not just the are meant to place their hands on him, not just the are meant to place their hands on the head, lean the head, but also all those who heard him blaspheming, or obfursing Hashem's name, the Rambam doesn't quote it. Anyway, the Iqqar is, the Rambam's language, let's forget about Apur HaSadik as a Mishnah, the Rambam's language is, kol Echo uh-huh. um sorry. Kolo Eide Vahada Yonam Semchim Es Yudeim Echhod Echhod Al Rosh Hamagadiv. What is Echhod Echod Al Rosh Hamagadith? Each one right? Each one. That's what the literal translation is. Separate. Says the Robert Chabra gone. Echod Echod means separately. Even though the Kesemishnah definitely didn't understand it that way. Etc., etc. But the Rabbi says, based on what it says in Misechta Menochus, by Smicha, by Karbonus, that it can't be Basachas, it has to be one after another. So here too, based on a Safro, a different uh, mocker, a different source, uh, that Echot Echot, the Rambam, defined at that source where it says Yechidim. And Echot Echot, it means, it doesn't mean each individual person who, who stood by and heard it, but it means Yechidim, called Echot means. Each individual who is obliged to place his hands on a Meaning, the adyonim and the edim have to do it separately. Echad, echad. That's what the meaning of this is. Like the case of korbonos, uh-huh. which, uh, by the way, rab, uh, in the sefer Advoyas Hamelech from Rab Nachman Karkovsky, who was the uncle of Rab Yoshe Ber of yeah, he was a motz in Vilna. In the sefer Advoyas Hamelech, says the same thing. But the Rambam says, echot echot. it's found already in the Haoriz of the Tzuyu in Maharan, a known commentary on the Rambam, but he also says it on his own, which, after what I once heard from a Rattelzer, is there or not, I don't know, that the Avod was known that he took stuff from the Roget Shavar, like plagiarism and that stuff. Anyway, so, and he just recorded it without quoting him, of course. Anyway, weiter. He was a big guy, so he could have found the mugger himself. But well, that's the way he interprets this Rambam. Now, what is interesting is as follows. Here we go. In that same toyseth, there's another case where <clears throat> there's another case. Another case where it says clearly that they're not meant to do it at the same time. So with the, I have not read the Rambam, where the Rambam brings by the animal, right? By the Korban. We, if they're partners in the Korban. We have to definitely do what we can do it together. We have to do it one after another. Each partner does it one after another. We have the case by the Megadeth, so that the Ayonim and the Aedim don't do it all together, do it one after another, right? There's another case that they set dimensions. And that's a Menachis. In sequence, in direct sequence, where it says that there are five partners, it says each one does it one after another, there's another case, and that is, by the Par Helam Dover sibu that is, when the Be'ez din, Paskins a halokha, right? And they end up finding out that they were mistaken in their halacha, right? Like we've discussed it many times. It's the beginning of the, the Mishnah, Mesech found the Khovesh a couple of times, right? So the the, 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 the is based on it. So, <coughs> so the din is that the youth based porim that the shvatim have to bring a, 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 a parv, a sor, whatever. Okay, so... Uh, there too, this a that we have to. That, that, that there has to be a din smicha. We have to lean on the korban. So it says in the in the thing that the the gimel the three resident, three 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 Dayonim, That's halacha either three or five have to place their hand their, their hands and lean on the korban which is brought. The paralam on and they have to lean one after another. They lean with their hands on the korban one after another. And like Reb Chassoul explains, what is the to after repeated if it already says that three partners. Right? Do it one after another. Five partners. So the same would apply if you have three uh, b- judges and the best in the Bezdin. So why does the Deceptor have to re- repeat itself and say they have to do one after another? Because it's due to the fact that a Bezdin is comprised of three judges. So you would think that they're like one unit. So you should do it together. So the Deceptor nevertheless says it has to be done one after another. Fine. What is uh, uh, the Rabbi Chaber in many of his Swarm because He doesn't understand. You take a look at a Rambam. The Rambam in Hilchas, uh, in Hilchas, uh, Maisha uh, brings the first halocha, hakels, excuse me. He brings a Chamisha Sheviu Zevach Echot. If five people bring one korb, kulam, they all lean on it, Zeachar Ze, right? Okay. Nevertheless, right after that, he says in halocha Yud, that you should know that there is a case where uh, the shloisha, there's, oh, there's, uh, by a communal sacrifice. We generally don't have the leaning except for two cases, and that is one of the cases is Parah Helam Davar And he says shloisha in the Sanhedrin, three of the judges have to lean on that animal. Okay, you get it. So the Rambam doesn't mention here the explicit There's a So just like at the Rambam quotes the sefte in Halacha where the test is five partners in one korban, He says all five have to lean. And he says do one after another. The same day Sefta says that the three judges, right, by the communal sacrifice also have to lean. And they have to do it one after another. Then the Rambam only brings the section which says that the three dayonim have to lean. But it doesn't mention they have to do it one after another. Asks the roger going, why did he omit it in Yud? It's the same taste the same source. So if he uses it for the halacha test, why does he use the halacha yud, okay? Now this Rav Nachem Karkovsky in Ahudis HaMelech says you can say that the Rambam in halacha yud relied on what he wrote in halacha test. We do that. In other words, with the Rambam, it says something, something, somewhere. And later on, he doesn't elaborate, so we take it for granted that the Rambam relied. He doesn't repeat himself. He relied on what he writes later on what he wrote before. Okay, that's quite fair. So here too, says Rebbeim he' he says mitzorochin, but he says I'm quite happy to say that why the Rambam doesn't elaborate and quote this because he already said when, when there are a couple of people doing things together, one does it one after another, not the same time. So it should apply also to the judges. Didn't have to repeat himself. So. Now I believe the Rogatchover is not happy with that whatsoever because it's an exp- it's an exp- see if it's a matter of rationale or whatever fine, but it's a meforish decept. Normally the the Rambam quotes this. Chazals quotes Gimoris, quotes Mishnais, quotes Brisis, quotes Deceptus. If the Deceptus found it important to mention it, the Ramba should have also mentioned it. Here, guess what? The Rogu Chaval learns nothing doing. Shita Saramba means five parts of one carbon, each one has to lean one after another. But three judges by this communal sacrifice, they all lean even at the same time. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he says. Balt. And that leads us to something very novel in a different case. Listen to another case. The Rambam says in Halacha listen to this, a father, a an individual died, maybe Nebuchadnezzar he needed 120, so it's not Nebuchadnezzar, whatever the case is. A fellow died, and he left over a karba, okay? A karban oil and a carbon shlomen. Okay? So the one who inherits him had a Yorishoy the, meviyoy, the fellow who inherits him brings it, Yeah, the inheritor brings it, his son brings it, right? Whoever the Yarshel's. The same and he leans on it, or maybe in the yeah, etc. So the father left over a carbon oil and a carbon shlon. It wasn't brought, it wasn't actually brought on the altar yet. So the fellows inherit the carbon. So now the Yurish has to be Soymech. If the Yurish is Soymech or not, the halacha is that the Yurish, the inheritor, is soimech. He leans on it. Straightforward. Asks the Rogot Chavar What will be the halacha if there are five Yerushim? Two Yerushim? Two Yerushim? Three Yerushim? Five Yarship? What is the din? They all have to leave because they all have a partnership in the Korban, right? It's not any different than partners. But what will be the din? May they make the smicha at once, or they too have to do one after another? What's the question? Says the rabbi, Chukwar, this is the question. What's the question? He says, you have to understand, when, when they are yorshim. how do we analyze this, that the yorshim they yarshim the Korban of their fathers. The Torah says, because this is a Korban which was consecrated by the Father. It's an Eulah and It has to be brought as a sacrifice. You have to do everything which the sacrifice demands of you to do. And that is to lean on it with your hands. Question is now, this inheritor, that's the right word, I believe, inheritor, yeah? Yeah, the Yerush is bringing this Korban. Now, how do we judge him? How do we understand this, that the Yerush brings the Korban? Does he bring the Korban and his kilu, replacing the Father? He stands, bim koim ho'av. Or do we say no? This that it's of so matter. Just like the Av, the father would have had to brought the would have brought the carbon, He would have to lead. So the too has to leave and do everything the carbon demands of it. Or do we say no? Cancel the father out. Now the inheritor Yarshim's, So the inheritor has to Yerushim bring the and Do this. Are they a quarter two? Mm. I thought this. I think the whole time it's nine o'clock. I'm moving. Oh, oh, so so sorry. oh, but I'm going to stop it. I'm just listen, I don't want to mess with anyone. I'm finishing at quarter to nine. And please, I'm sorry. It's very, un- it's not, it may be, it is usual. But because it's a very interesting topic, so we'll say up to this point is clear and we will continue on Wednesday, which is unusual. We usually do the same. But I'm sorry. Okay, but we still have five minutes. Okay, I'm very sorry. I think The whole time I'm thinking of after nine o'clock, Vazal of Ton. Okay, Zach Okay. So if we judge the Yorshim That they are Bimkoi Ma'avs so Even five Yorshim are Bimkoi Ma'av So therefore Just like the Av does it So therefore if it's mitzad the Av That's why they have, If it is They are an extension of the Father and That's why they're doing the Smicha Right? So they're coming Mikoya Ha'av The Av is one So we're looking at all these five Or these two Not as separate individual partners They're like one unit So they can make the Smicha all at once like the father does his smicha. Just like the father has two hands, and does the smicha at once. These five guys can do all the smicha of But if we look at them like partners, in other words, the reason why we're Machayiv, them, and smicha is because now it's carried over to them. So now they're separate partners. So they're separate people. So each partner has to do the smicha, but they have to do it one after another. Basically, the Rokhasham wants to convey that when there's one owner, you do it at once. When we have many owners, you have to do it separately. Now we have a case where we have. Many guys, but they may be judged halakhically and defined halakhically. That these many individuals have a correct theory of what? Mm. Here we come to the Bezdin case. When Bezdin passed in Zahalok and they were mistaken, and the Jew, the masses, the Kaali Shroya, right? The Yutbei And we have to bring 12 bulls. What do we have to bring the Kaporah for? Do the people need the Kaporah? The Bezdin needs the Kaporah. What did in other words, of course the people sin, but it's not their fault. The says you have to bring a karma chattos when you sin because you sin. But what did you sin? You sin, the Bazdin sin. Who sinned there? In other words, who needs the kaporim? Is it Shatru nice? say, so You can tie it up about we're bringing youth based pouring. And at one part. So that shows that it affected the people. But maybe if we look at it and we judge it that it's the youth based pouring, each Shevet has to bring it on behalf of the Bazdin because the Bazdin sin. So the Bazden is a Kapor. Basically, the Rabbi that's what I'm saying, it's not a, 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 a He discusses it in length in, in Mesechta Hurriyas, in his commentary on Mesechta Hurriyas. And basically, he wants to say it depends on this Machloikis in Mesechta. There's a Talmud Yerushalmi where it says that not just do the three judges have to lean, but also three of the Shvatim have to lean. It says in Talmud Yerushalmi and Mesechta Hurriyas, very In addition to the three judges have to lean, also three of the, of the the of the tribes. Representatives of the tribe have to lean, so he says that will be the difference. If it will say that that the three of the tribes are also leaning. It shows that it's affecting not just the business, it's affecting the people. So then you have to do it one after another. But if we say that it's only the bezel is doing it, so then even though we're bringing twelve party, everybody has to lean. The three, the, the three, the, 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 the three judges have to lean, but they have to lean. They're, they're not just one unit because the three judges are the best. They're not just one. Unit like Rabhatskal Abramsky, tiny that the three judges in the Besdin, therefore he comes to a climax to say that nevertheless they do it one after another. No. He says the Rambam learned that because they're bringing it inside the Besdin, and that's one goof, it's a goof echad. so it's like one owner. So Vibald it's like one owner, so therefore they can even do it, do it at once. So therefore he says, Vibald he's proven, says the Rambam From the Rambam and Hilchish Gogois, not here, that the Rambam is of the opinion that when these twelve bulls are brought, it's brought on behalf of the Besdin so therefore, he goes here and he and he says that when we have to bring the pattern on Sibra, the three judges bring it, he doesn't mention that it has to be one after another. Because according to the Romans' opinion, they can be done at once. Because it's the one body, it's the one owner, so to speak. It's the best, thing, which is indeed the kapor. Here we're going to Aaron Ubonov. How do we judge Aaron Ubonov? Is Aaron Ubonov one entity? Aaron is one. And one of is another four or another two. So they're three people. Guess what? The Rabbi Shavu wants to say something occurred between parsha's Tzav and Parshat Tzav that caused the whole uproar in the whole thing. And therefore, in Parshat Tzav it is written one way, and therefore in Parshat is it is written another way, and the halacha changed. And therefore, even though Mitzat it's that civil code had to be implemented. One way it was implemented, a different way because of some occurrence which happened in between, and that is the pshat and the shown in the shown yishonim in Misichta Yuma. Dav Gimel Emir Tzahashen. I'll keep you in suspense. <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. Think about it. Work on it. We'll get there. Emir Tzahashen. I'll go to the next behind the Thanks for your patience. The way it is described. In Parsha is the same way it's described in Parsha Tzav, the way it is in Tetzava and that is, it is consistent. It says it in the singular form. Okay. When it comes to the first Ail, the first Ram, which is the Oiler, it's in the plural, and it's also consistent, both in the Parsha Tetzava and in Parsha Tzav. When it comes to the Ail hasheni the Ail Miluyim, in the first Parsha, in the Parsha it is singular. And in the Parashas Tzav, it is plural. Okay, now the Raghat going will explain uh, the reason why. And we mentioned the Raghat raises this and he treats it. Now, in other words, he will explain it, why it is so. And there's a message there, why it is so, based on his uh, analysis of different issues. Uh, Now, we also mentioned, just briefly, we mentioned uh, what it says in the Tehsefta, that the Gemara says, number one, the Gemara says, darid, that when the smiche is done, when the leaning is done by the korbonus, and there are many who have to do, uh, are in partnership, you know, partners in the, in the korban, so if there are many Bali, many owners, many individuals who own the korban, so each one has to do the leaning with their, both, with both hands, with their full weight on the head of the korban. Okay, uh, it's, uh, the Tosefta says that this has to be done one after the other, and it should and it's not done bibasachas. If one does it, he removes himself, and the next fellow approaches himself. The example given in the Tosefta is if there are five partners. Just interestingly. Why do we mention five, Dafka the number five, and if I recall correctly, the Rambam two. In Hilchis Meisah um, HaKarbono, it's the third chapter, he also mentions the five, I think he mentions five, and I'm sure we have to double-check uh, the reason why. So the Malbum says a very nice thing, besides one other thing he says, because it's, we find the smicha introduced the first time in the Torah, where do we find it? By Aaron Ubolov. He has four sons, that's Elazavi, Samor, and Nodavah, Avihu, and Aaron. So that's five. So therefore, we want to give an example how it is by the smicha in general. Five, five people participating in the smicha. So therefore, uh, uh, people participating in the smicha. We mentioned the number five. In addition, he says also because the, the seftek continue, continues on with speaking about where the bezdin uh, places the, does the smicha on the parhelam al sholtsibur, and uh, yeah. So there, uh, there's an argument that it's three dionim. Or five dyanim, so also because there is an p- opinion who says five dyanim, so therefore also the example is given with five partners. Okay, ended. The, we then mentioned uh, another halacha where the Rambam says, and this is a machlokes, but the Rambam concludes, paskins that if the the if the uh, an, uh, someone inherits korban from his father, right, which was set aside for a korban, so the yerush, the halacha is the one who Yarshans the yerush also mez, does the smicha. Uh, the Ravich raised... A co- we mentioned a couple of things the Ravich uh, explains and says. Number one, he says, by the megadik by blasphemy, where the Halacha is, that the bezdin and the Edim the place their hands. And the fellow was meant to be stoned. So there it says, the Loshon and the Rambam is called Echod V'Echod. So the Rambam, is so basically, uh, uh, the, the Ravich explains that the Rambam means to say, in Hilchaz Zora Azor, a Perik base, that it means one after another. Okay, I think that's the language of the Rambam, something like that, but it's goes further. Then the Roget raised brought to our attention what would be the halacha if there were many inheritors, many children, they inherit the one korban, uh, and he queried what would be the halacha if they, they, they are to do the smicha one after another or they may do the smicha at once. Um, uh, the Roget says that it will depend. It depends how we understand that when a Yerush makes the smicha, if we look and judge the Yerushim, those inheritors, as if they're coming mikoyach ha'av, as if they say they stand in the place of their father, so the father is one, so the father does it, so therefore they also do it all at once, bebasachas, it would be allowed. The Ram doesn't say, Ramamori says that a Yeresh, that an inheritor makes the smich, he doesn't say in what procedure he's meant to take. So says the Raghat Shavargoin, there's room to argue that many uh, yorishim will do the smich of or if we judge them as balim, separate owners, separate individuals, who are coming around and have, so to speak, a hand in the korban, so therefore, hand, and so therefore the rule would be that they would have to do it one after another, like the case of five partners. Okay. Uh, interestingly, the Raghut also mentions a third way in one of his svarim, which I noticed today, and that is that there is room to argue that one brother can do it for all the brothers, on behalf of all the brothers. Because they come in Mikoyach Ha'av, and they're all brothers, so therefore they're like one unit. And therefore, even, and we find by Yibum and by Chlitzah, if there are many, many, etc., it's a is that one does it on behalf of the rest. Here too, one can do it on behalf of the rest. Actually, uh, uh, the briskerov in the in the in his Ksovim in uh, of of the, of the Greece, the Kisvea Greece, on. Uh, of says this for by brothers, that there are many brothers, it's good enough if one brother does it on behalf of the rest, but we find the halacha by Tnufa, then we, we do the waving, and many partners have to do the waving, we only do one waving, and one guy does it, one fellow does it on behalf of the rest, even though Tnufa has a different halacha, different criteria, and different regulations, etc., but just in the, the concept. Uh, we're going on. Um, the smich would have to be... In the presence of all the brothers? It's that's not... Uh, uh, yeah, well, good, you know. That's not good. Yeah, it raises a good point. Interesting. Listen to this. Uh, when there are, let's say, five partners, and they're doing one after another, right? So it's clear. Five partners, as is after the Rambam, they do it one after another, right? The question... So the Chaz says an interesting thing. He raises a point. The rule is, there's another halacha. Take le smicha shechita. Right? Immediately, right? Immediately after the smicha is done, the slaughtering takes place. Now the question is, the fifth brother, after the fifth brother, does the smicha. We understand how the slaughtering takes place immediately thereafter. But if we have five brothers, and each one's doing the smicha, so how do we have the halacha of take le smicha implemented? There seems to be lacking that principle of that immediately after the smicha, the shkita takes place. The first one doesn't seem to have it, the second one, the third one, the fourth one. It's only the fifth one. So listen, the it says... All all partners, the first partner, the second partner has to rush and do it quickly, immediately, after the first, in order to have. The take of Continuous. the smicha, the continuity, quickly, like really done as quickly as possible in order to have this halacha of, 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 of bonding the smicha and the shchita. Uh, that's what he says. And he says, this there's no problem because the, the, due to the fact that there are five partners and the Torah obliges, each one to do the smicha, so therefore the second smicha is not an intermission. For the first one, and the Shkita, because it's all one link, one, one direct line, so to speak. The Roget going actually has a whole Chkireh and queries. What is the, how do we take a, analyze the Halacha of it Lesmich and Shkita? and how is it implemented when there are five partners? Okay, that's a separate issue, which we're not going to discuss tonight. Uh, we're going on. Uh, <clears throat> now... When did the Rogachava pick up? The Rogachava doesn't make things up, even though he says a lot of rational things. Everything he says is very rational. But we've seen, and it, it, basically that's how we, our experience with the Rogachavra going, even when others just will allow themselves to say different rational svaris and logic, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And of course a lot of it is based in Gdeli Yisrael, great Jewish minds, Gdali Yisrael say it. But most of the time the Rogachavra, if you will say something, he will refer us to a Gemara or a Hazal, etc. This Indian. This, what a lot, the re, uh, looking at what the roger is saying, he speaks, he discusses brothers, right? Yorshim. I'm sorry, Yorshim, right? Those who are inheritors. And there are a couple of inheritors, and he queries, do they, if it comes, they, if we see them as an extension of their father, in other words, they stand in the place of their father. And basically, what the, the Chazal say, and there's such a there's such a guidelines in, the, in the, the Shulchan Aruch, that the Yorish is bimkoim ha-moirish, right? He's, so to speak, he stands, s- 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 slots in his father's shoes, so to speak. His bimkayim amirush takes the place of the father, the inheritor. So then, therefore, one would be sufficient, right? In other words, to do it all bivasachas, to do all the, the smichas at once would be fine. Where if we see them as separate b'elim, separate individuals, then they would have to do it one after another. Guess what? What do you think the rosh What do you think he picked it up from? I mean, where? I'm just looking at his words. He brings to our attention another Tesefta, And this is the Tesefta we're going to treat tonight. The Tehsefta says as follows in sequence. After the says that five, bro- five partners... Have to do the smicha one after another, and then he says the bezdin when there are three in the bezdin or the five in the bezdin. They also do it to the part do it to the one after another. And we mentioned that how the rogerchaver explained the rambam, right? That according to the rambam, the rambam does not bring it; he omits it. So he seems to argue with rabbi nachum karakovsky. He says, no, the rambam relied in the halacha yud on what he writes in alafatess, but uh, the rogerchaver seems to learn the rambam omits it deliberately because the rambam is of the opinion that they're coming mikoyach of the bezdin, and therefore the bezdin is the kapara, even though there are twelve tribes. The twelve tribes are bringing. A a part of for the Bezdin, so they come in Mikoyach of the Bezdin, so therefore, they're doing it all at once with Where did the, the Rav Shavah get it from? Because there's a sequence of the Teseft. It says in the Teseft as follows, Aroin uvono aseimech Eila says that's the Losham Teseft in, Yud, in the 10th period. Eila miluim That's the language of the Teseft. Eila aroinu Aroin uvono soimchim bebas achas. The Eila now, Elam Elohim, literally the way we've just learned, that's the last aisle, right? The last ram, the second ram. So Elam Elohim is they do it bebasachas, together. Now, let's go slowly and then we'll see what the Roger Jehovah says about something very revolutionary novel about this whole thing. Slowly. In other words, let's see how other Mephoroshim treat this. Basically, Shalom Aleichem. Basically, there's an obvious problem. In other words, why? Why do we say by all, whenever there's a partnership of smicha, right, there's smicha going on, we have to do one after another. All of a sudden, Aaron and Ivanov, we say they do it at once, together. Now, uh, there is, uh, let's, let me first bring to your attention what the Chaz dovet, he's the known commentator, uh, and the one who says, Peshat and the he says as follows, he says, look, he says, uh, it's, take a look at, he says, firstly, he says, where, do, where is this derived from? Where does the Tehsefta know this from? And also he says, we know this question arises, might the have a? Why is it relevant? Why is it relevant for the Tehsefta to tell us how the smicha was done by Aaron Uvonov? Right? We know for the future generations, we have to do one after another. So it's in, in irrelevant to us, nowadays, what Aaron Uvonov did. If we say we can derive, or we, we draw parallels from Aaron Uvonov, it's fine, but we don't. Says... Says, well, well, soon come to the Raga Chaver. According to the Raga Chaver, it works well. Yeah. But according to him, he asks, hava, hava? and that's a known question in the Mesichta Yuma. The Gemara asks, "Mayda hava, hava? That's a relation when he dresses Aaron and the How does he dress them? Who does he dress first? And what is the order of the dressing, etc. So the Gemara asks, "Mayda a hava, hava." we mentioned we were recently in a Raga share where the Toisvus and Mesichta and Sinai when we have to stone the Shur at our Sinai. So how many judges do we need? Do we need 23, like the regular judgment of, of the Shur or not? So the Torah asks the question, Avahava? if what happened happened, why is it relevant to us today, etc., etc. So there's the known question, he says, why is it relevant to us? have asks the Chaz David. So the Chaz David says, Lemizbar Kroy, to explain the Chumash. And that's an answer which the Gemara gives, and the gives, also the Sanhedrin found in other places. Because if you take out the Chumash, he says, in Parsha's Tzav, in Savit it says, if it says by the El HaMiluim, they placed their hands and they made the smicha, by etc. And then it comes to the El Asheni, it says by Aaron So he says, what does the Torah have to repeat itself? The whole verse is superfluous, is redundant. Torah should have just said, when it comes, the identical procedure takes place. In other words, if the identical procedure by the second aisle takes place as like by the first. So once the Torah writes by the first aisle in Parashasav that they make the smicha, so the Torah should have said when it comes to the second aisle that they did the smicha like the first. By Yismachu Karishon. What does the Torah have to sp- spell out? By Yismachu Aaron, etc., etc., with all the detail. Says, says, says the Chazdei David, this is the basis. For the so it's Lemizbar Kroy to explain the Chumash. It's Meuter. The Torah and the pasuk is extra. So therefore, the Tosafte comes and teaches us. You know why? Because by the Elam Miluyim, the is this procedure of the Smichah is done different than the rest, different than the Par, different than the first Ram. By the by the Par and by the first Ram, it was done. The smich was done one after another. But Elam Miluyim, it was done at once. And that's what's alluded in this pasuk. That's why the Torah repeats itself to say the smicha was done differently. That's why the Torah has to say they did the smicha. In what way was it different? For that, the Torah comes and explains the difference was that they did it at once, together. And they didn't do it one after another. Uh, He himself actually goes on and speaks in length this point which we raised, that another premise for this is, this point, that the smicha here is at once Together, they did it all at once. The Aaron and his brothers. We're in the power and the Isle of They did it one after another. Is based on the, the language of the apostle. The singular and the plural. He says, due to the fact that there is a change of, of the, the grammatical change, from Parshas to Tzava, where it says, v'somach. Right? It's a singular. And then it goes, it says, v'yisbechu, so he says that's be- that is the basis to say that here they did it together and there they did it separately. When it says v'somach, means each individual person does it. Each individual v'somach he did it. So Aaron does it, his sons do it, and each individual son does it, and each one leaves room for the next to do it, one after the other. And basically, that's based on a Rashi on Masechet Manachas Daf Tzadik Daled, because it says v'somach. V'somach means singular. Each individual does the smicha. That's for that we know that each individual does smicha. Based on that too, the, the singular form of Vismach also tells us that he does it on his own. He's a balabas, a separate balabas. But because the Torah changes the, 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 the gr- grammar the, from, from singular to plural in the in the in Parashat right? By the El Hamiluim is coming to teach us Ah, by Yismechua of the group together and they did it. So that's the proof that they did it together. They didn't do it one after another. That's what the Chazdei Dovid says. Which basically the Rabbi Shavuot also learns that way. That because of the change of the Somach to Baismach. But The power in the aisle. This one one is the and one is. The so the Chazdei Dovid explains that by the power it says the because you have to no by the power yeah by the power it says the because each individual has to do it separately. So that's where it fits very well both in Tzav and in tzav. By the, Shalom Aleichem. By the ayit it's Yisrael. Ah, well. By the, and, oh, wonderful. By the ayil, what does it say by in both places? So he says, that's why the Medrash says on the V'yitzmuchu, plural, even though they're doing it one after another, to teach us, you know what it says, plural, to tell you that all the, the S'michas have to be done for future generations. Not just with the, we're not concentrating on this smicha. It says in the Safra, Vayizmuchu, this posuk teaches us that we have to do smicha for all Elois, eternally, always. We would have learned that it only applies to where it's written. No, Torah says, for all generations. That's what it says It doesn't mean to say they did it together. They did it separately. It says plural to tell us that it's for all generations. A plural of smichas. That's what he says. But our problem is by the Ayel Hashemi. Why do we change the grammar? For that, just like we just finished saying then he says an interesting thing. He says, You know, he says, Why taka? What's the basis? Why? Take? Fine, it's all explained. He says, That is the what it says in the Safra. On the Safra, it says, On the Posek, it says, When they did the smicha, they did it b'simcha. simcha. They're all rejoicing, they're all excited. So basically, the Safro explains that they did it in a rejoicing manner, and they're all excited. And he gives a parable. He says, If you have someone who can afford, then he pays up his debt. So he's all excited, he's able to pay up his debt. Because Akodesh Baruch who said they had to be in training, and we're now inaugurating it, and they actually fulfill what they were meant to do. So therefore, they do it with excitement. What's the excitement? Listen to this. The excitement is, they didn't wait for each one to do the smicha. They did it all together. They jumped on it. You get it? So the Chaz David says, that's the pshat, that they do it, they, they, they're, they're all excited, they do it with smicha. The pshat is, they're not waiting, they, they, they can't cope, you can't finish And their mom jumping and doing it all together. So basically it's a and the Loshan, it's a Alosh Rabbi by Yismachhu, and that's the basis to say that they did it besimcha because they're doing it all together. Because otherwise, according to the Haloch, you should be doing it separately. Listen to what the Khazdi David concludes. He says, look, they're only doing it together because they were besimcha, But the Haloch really demands of us that we should be doing it separately, one after another. So guess what? The Khazdi David is Machada Shakidish God. And even though it says that they said that they're doing it b'basachas, right? He says, and why? Because we see the possibility, he says, v'yismichu, they're all doing it together. And because it says in the Saphir did it with an exciting way, so that tells us that they did it together. But the halacha says that you have to do it one after another. So he says we must, F-shalomer, I think, I don't remember what he says, we have to say that in addition to doing the smicha one after another, like the halacha is, they also then did it together. Or they did it first together, but they also had to do it separately. Basically, I want to bring out a different point now. I'm not studying Chazdei Dovet now. I want to convey as follows. That the Chazdei Dovet learns that in principle, according to the halachas of smicha, you have to do it by the hour the by the second aisle. There you also have to do it one after another. This, that they did it at once, and it's alluded to the passing, is only because of the excitement of the simcha of their own. That was their choice. But the minmea midin torah, e smicha, all the power is consistent, the the first aisle is consistent, the second aisle is consistent. They have to do it one after another. That's what the Hazdi David is. He says so. Hazdi David. Milon Golomen. He wants to say so. Let's, no, let's no, not waste our time. We're not studying the Khazdi David now. Namar is a Khazdi dovit, it's not in Sefta because it's not published there. You have to get yourself a set Khazdi David because it's a big pirush. Even though in your standard Chaz Dei Seftis and your Shas, you have just excerpts of the Chaz De David, Dovet. But on Menohas, Yibachal don't have a Chaz Dei Dovet. There's only many Chaz kurim So you'll find yourself a Chaz De David. Dovet. I have one, you come and look at it. And take it and study it. Look, I better not forget this. We only have 15 minutes left. Let's move. So he learns... So he learns, uh, good. Rabchatka Labransky basically uh, in his Chazon Yecheskel on the Tesefte and Menaches seems to learn also something like him. And he says, he taka learns, no, he taka learns that the taka doing, but the Elam Meloyin, they're doing it taka at once. Together, like it seems clear from the Deceptor. They didn't do it separately, one after another at all. It's different. And the difference is because the Torah alludes to say that it's different, because it says Lashon Rabbi. And he concludes and he says, it's Exeris HaKosov. He doesn't expand any logic and any explanations. He says, Pasha, the Torah is telling us a decree of the Torah. Kodesh uh, Baruch says, the Elam Elohim is different. No Pshat He wants to be Mechadosh even a step further. And he wants to say, it's not just the Elam Elohim, the second ram. It's also the first ram. The first ram, the smicha, was also done. The basachas, at the, at, uh, simultaneously, not one after another, he says, the only reason that Decefta chooses the terminology of Elam miluim, which we find only in the second one, was only to tell you that you should know. Don't derive from this unto all generations, unto the halachas of smicha, because this was an exception, it's miluim. Miluim means it's inauguration. So it's a special halacha for this. But he claims that it also incorporates the first ram, which is navel, which has to be uh, analyzed and worked on. And I'm afraid, but it's not, I don't want to mix, mix anyone up or myself up. The Rogashova says also as a sort but let's forget about this first aisle Let's concentrate on the second aisle. Uh, interesting what the Briskarov says in the Grizz in the secht He claims when Bakhl the the it seems to Mamish approach it differently, and it's important to study it, but I'm sorry, we're just scratching the surface. He claims where it says that the halochah is that we have to do the leaning on the animal, on its head, right? When their partner is joining up, we have to do it one after another. He says, basically we're saying we may do it one after another. But it may also be done at once. That's what he wants to say. When the Rambam says, Ze'achar ze bebasachas, it's only saying you don't have to do it at once. You may do it one after another. And if you'll argue, how can you do it at once? It's posh, and impractical. Five people at the same time placing their hand on this little or big head of the animal. It has to be done on the head and not on the sides. Right? And we see the Gemara raises an issue of chatzitz, of interruption between the hands. He says, but look, the Dei Sefti says clearly that Aaron and did it together. Right? So it's clear from there that we can do it together. So however, it's done there, it's done here. So he says that proves for us that there's room to claim that you, could, that you can do it together at once. And if you can do it simultaneously at once, from our and so that's en- enough to tell us that, that, that it can be done also by partners. The, and what, he, what is novel about what he says is that when we say one after another and not simultaneous, it's not saying it must be done one after another, it may be done one after another. He says, but by Aaron and Ivanova had to be together. Why? He says, because Aaron and are one unit. They're one unit. Are it doesn't explain why, it's like a brisk of art, it's one unit. We can understand, possibly because the whole, they're geared for the same meaning, they're one, etc., etc., etc. He doesn't explain itself because it's, it's not edited, whatever it may be. So basically that's his perspective on this whole thing, ch- ch- changing things around a bit. Okay, so again, we're going on to what the says. <coughs> the definitely learns that Bepashtus, from all his writings. that when it says, Zeacharzeh, by all the smiches, it means that it has to be done when they're partners, etc. We do one after another, we don't do it together. It doesn't discuss if they choose or whatever, it's a separate issue now. Aaron Ivanov, says, the we're doing it together. And the question arises, like all the rest try to treat it, why is Aaron Ivanov different? Dragut going we have 15 minutes, Dragut going brings to our attention an interesting thing a is shown him mm-hmm. <coughs> in Mishikhtu Yuma you saw it and you found it? Amud Amud and mm-hmm. base. Good so I said to you yesterday right it's Amud Aleph and Amud Beis but I believe it's the Amud Aleph because the Amud Aleph is mabish, seemingly problematic what's the problem? take out your Chumash in Parsha Tetzave this, this, the Torah tells us as follows here's a Loshna and that's precisely what the Gemara deals with in Mishikhtu Yuma Daf Amud Look what it says. The Torah concludes after the Turek tells Moshe Rabbeinu what he's meant to do, right, with Aaron Lubanov. The Torah concludes and he says as follows: four, three, six. Yeah, bald. I'm a note. Well, I'm a no my, a I'm a sir. Maybe it's a soft sauve. Give me a second, please. Maybe it's a soft salve. Oh uh, let's see, maybe it's a soft Tzav. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. At the end of Tzav, 586, which basically it's a repeat, right? That's where the, it's being implemented. What is done? We bring the power, and we bring the aisle the first ram, and we bring the second ram. The Torah concludes, and it says, "Kasher also. By Yoim Hazeh, page five eighty six, the first pasuk. Kashar also by Yom Hazeh, Tiva Hashem Lasos Chaper Alechem. So Rashi brings from the Chazal, and that's the Gemara in Misvah Rabbeisenu Dorshu. Rabbeisenu Dorshu. Misachtu Basically, the Gemara says as follows: The Gemara says in Davez Omdalif, the Mishnah says that seven days preceding the day of Yom Kippur, the Kohain Gadol is set aside, and with Mafrishin the Kohain Gadol. We remove him from his home. He has to come to the etc. He's set aside the Lishkas Parhedrin. He removes himself from his home, and all the uh, uh, daily chores, etc., etc., from Tuma, Tuma, and we prepare him for the, for the service of the Yom service. The Gemara says the same applies, the Mishnah says the Mesech, the parah, the same applies when we have to make the, the to do the red heifer, the coin the who protects with the, uh, the Parah aduma. also we do the same thing, okay, we have to separate him seven days, and then he is able to do the thing with the Parah aduma. Says the Gemara, where is this derived from? So Rabbi Yechanan says, that it's derived, it's alluded in this posse. It says, What does that mean? What happened? For seven days, we're inaugurating, we're preparing them. In order that the eighth day, they should start doing the avodah. So we have seven days preparation for one day avodah. The same here too. For the seven days preparation for the one day at service of the Yom Kippur. so we have to have seven days separation. And what do we find? By the shivisimayimeluyim, by kodesh baruch hu says Take a look at the pasuk right before that. Preceding that, Hashem said you can't move out of the mishkan. You have to remain there. Look what it says: shivas yomim umepesachayimayid loyseitzu five eighty four now lamet gimel loyseitzu shivas yomim umelzimeimeluyechem. You have to sit there for seven days. You can't budge from the mishkan. So you have to remain in the mishkan for seven days. And on the eighth day you're doing the avodah. So the same applies for preparation for a, a service which is done in one day. Where do we find service which is done in one day? Yom Kippur, right? So we need seven days preparation, separation. And the same goes also for the day, for the parah aduma. It's very late. Okay, asks the Gemara. We're not going into the intricate parts of the Gemara and the details. But this is, I'm quickly through it. The Gemara says, how do you know? So the Gemara says, La'sos means the preparation of the parah That word is alluding to La'sos, to parah aduma. Lechafer, That's is referring to the kapur, the atonement of Yom Kippur. Okay, asks the Gemara, how do you know it doesn't refer to Shavuos? Shavuos, when we brought Carbonus and Shavuos, Shavuos is one day according to the Torah, right? So it identifies also with the one day of the Shmini of the day which we you know we, we, we erect, we put up the Mishkan, we do the avodah. It's one day. We're looking for one day, right? So maybe we need to prepare the coin seven days for the one day of Shavuos. Gemara's kasha answers to the Gemara. Listen, just this is what the Gemara answers. We are we're drawing parallels. From Why do we draw parallels from Shivas Yimei Maluim, from our case, onto, onto Yom Kippur, not onto, on, onto Shavuos. So let's concentrate on Yom Kippur and on, 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 on Shivis Yimei Meluim. Because over there, there's a parvail. Listen carefully. By the Yom Kippur, there's a parva The Kohen Godel has a parva A bull and a ram. Okay? And by the Shivas Yimei Maluim, there's a bull and a ram. Anyway, Rashi says one pshat. The Rashbam says another pshat. Tois major problems. What is the pshat in the Gimor? I'm not going to go into all the different pshatim. Rabbi Nutam introduces a pshat. And this pshat is quoted in the Tois and of Gimelom Adalaf. He says, the Gimor means to say as follows. There's a parva isle of the Kohen, Godly, and Kippur Has something in common with the parva isle of the parsha tzav and parashat Sorry, Parshas tzavah, which we're talking about. Referring to Parashas Tetzaveh. What's in common? The Parva Isle of the Musaf of the Koinon and Yom Kippur are both oilos, Carbonis oil, And the Parva Isle and Parashas titzave, all right, are both Chatos. Are both Chatos. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it again. I'm drilling it in. When we mm-hmm. learned in the beginning well, let's, we'll talk about the beginning. Well, 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 let's, not, let's just get it. Did we absorb it? Yeah. Vial, that's the thing in common. We have a parvail and, and they're united as oilers. Here we have a parvail they're united as chaffers. Then Toysav says, you should know the other ram, the other ram is an oiler. So we're cancelling that out. We're not discussing that. So basically, which other oiler, which other ram was an oiler? The first one. First one. The par was a chatos. It says in Chumash. So the third one says, the taste we say is showing him a chatos. Yeah. Where did it say it's not a chathos? No way. It says in the Torah, El Beautiful. That's exactly what I said ten times. The Targum says El miluim." He went the first time. One was a chatos, one was the Oila? The first, the power was a yeah. I said it. Yeah, for sure. The That's point. right. This, so the Targum says the first, the power is a The Targum yeah. says the first ram is an Oila. Yeah. and Rashi says El miluim, The third yeah. one yeah. is a Shon. Yes. Good. Yes. That's the meaning of El Hamiluim. So did you hear what I just said to you now? What did I say? I said, the Sharon says in the name of Rabbi Nutan, that what is the, what the parva aisle, and not the first one, the second round, they're both chatos The power is a and the aisle hasheni is a chatos. says the Sefer Siyach what are you talking about? Sefer is one of the known uh, commentators on Mesechta, Yumen and Mesechta Chdi and other And he basically has a whole commentary on the Toshbis, the little tiny Toshbis, right? And he explains them and he corrects them because a lot of the corrections needed, etc. He says, What is Toshbis saying? We know very well that Ela Meloyim means Shlamim. Like Rashi explains, it's brought from the Safra, the Safro Sesil, the Mechilta Sesil, etc. The Bedroshim say Miloyim means that it's Miloshi Shleimos and wholesomeness, completeness, because but it takes share, takes a part. Like Rashi quotes, how can the Rabbeinu Tam say what he says that it's a chatos? And then he says, you know, if you'll take a look at the words of the Rabenu Tam recorded in the ritva, you don't see that expression. Finish. Basically, what he's trying to say is Rabenu Tam is questionable. Guess what? Rabbi grabs onto the Stoic Visi Unbelievable. Makes a whole, builds up a whole big time theory with the Stoic Visi He says, look, says that the second aisle is what is a chatos. What's going on here? He says, when you look at the chumish, there's no question that it seems to be it's a shlomim. What then? Right? It's quite clear that it's a shlomim because it says elamiluim. What then? The shlomim is novel. It's unique. It has a din of kochim, right? That's where they have to eat it in the courtyard. It has no din of kochim kalim, even though generally shlomim or kochim kalim. Fine, let it be. But the Pashtus, it seems like it's a shlomim. I mean, even more so because normally you bring a chatos before an oila and hair is brought afterwards. So the editor on the rugged Chava says that's another proof for the rugged Chava. Chatos is generally brought before the oila. Here, the ale, the second, el meloyim is brought after the first, uh, the, the first ail, which is an oila. Okay? Guess what? <laughs> says the other one going at Dover Nifl. Unbelievable thing. And with this he explains why Aaron and are doing it <laughs> together, simultaneously. This is what he says. He says, you know what happened in between? Something happened in between. From the time HaKadosh Baruch commanded the mitzvah and Tetzavah we were there, it seems that the El Amiluim, the second ram, should have been a Shlomim, to the time of Pasha Sab when they implemented it and they actually brought it. What occurred? Guess what? They sinned in the eagle. Listen carefully. Now the din is, the facts are that according to many Mepharshim, there are others who disagree, but according to certain Medroshim and Rishonim, it comes out as follows. That the commandment to build the mishkan, right, was given before the sin of the eagle. And the implement, and etc. And, et and, f- and the, the Mishkan was built, everybody agrees the Mishkan was built after the, the doing of the Golden Calf. But the commandment to build the Mishkan, according to most opinions, according to two major opinions, except for one opinion, but according to two major opinions, and we're following that. That the, the Tzivu, and so it seems from the sequence of the Chumash, right? That it says first, it says the Truma, we have the parish of Truma and Tetzavah, Hashem is commanded to do the Mishkan. then we have Kitisa, which is the Ego, right? And then we're building the Mishkan afterwards. So that's the way we accept generally. Says the Rav going. when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is commanding, and of Tetzavah is commanding it in a form and fashion that we're, it's unexpected. Who expected and who thought that Hashem the Eden are going to sin? Hashem knows everything, right? But the Torah doesn't record in Yonim with implications that Yidden will sin. No question about it. Even though Hashem is your day, Magid 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 right? Which, by the way, an interesting. Oh, Masha'Enkin, excuse me. Let's go on. I'm sorry, it's late. It's not much late. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Masha'Enkin, Parsha When they actually implemented it, was already after the sin of the eagle. What's the difference? Guess what? By the, guess because they sinned at the eagle. Who caused the eagle? All the Eden sinned at the eagle. Aaron and I came, Made the eagle, so Aaron needs the kapora. There's no question about it, and it says the in and the chumish that a to Baruch says. Therefore, you take a par. You should take the bull because the bull is mechaper ala eagle. Now, interesting. Even though Rashi says that in Parshas Tetzava that that's why a par was commanded, nevertheless the eagle wasn't yet done. So I don't know what we do with that Rashi because Rashi is taking it from the Medrash. But Dafke there is a Tirus him who says that you will not find. There's a difference between Tetzava and Sava. In Tetzava, it doesn't say parachatos. Wherever the par is mentioned, it doesn't say chatos. Only at the end of the parish it says, Chatos, here it's a Chatos, But in parsh time it says, Parachatos. It's a description for the par. Says the Malbim, and also the description of Aloshim, that as Pshat in the Teras why? and the Teras is basically highlighting that. Why doesn't it say, Parachatos in Tzavah? And it says, Parachatos later on. So they explain, the, the Safro is explaining because they didn't sin before, and only sinned sin in between. So therefore, the original power is only a procedure of a chatos. So when Hashem commands a power, He's not com- bring it, commanding you before you sin to bring a car of a chatos. He commands you a power. The procedure is chatos. Hi. But later on, after they sin, it's par a chatos. The power becomes a chatos. It's a chatos. So it fits. This to what the Roger wants to say. Because they sinned, therefore the Eil HaMiluim the transforms... And has and acquires criteria of chatos. Criteria of chatus. Why? Aaron Akoye needs the chatos. Because he sinned. His you have to know the eagle, the Rogachobra says, affected everyone in the presence of the eagle when it was made. It affected the whole world, right? It even affected the Shevet Levi who didn't sin. Shevet Levi was unique and novel. he did not sin, but it affected them. Right? It affected them in a way. That they don't need a full atonement. And that's the Losh the, Gem- the Gemara. They, they need a secondary atonement, they need a peripheral atonement. It's called, the Gemara says in <speaking> Zvochim there's a concept of uh, a Kapora Mikivo, Kovua, which means a solid atonement. That is a fellow who is the owner of the korban. <laughs> then you have a guy, a fellow who inherits a korban, which he, so to speak, is receives a peripheral atonement. That's called mikufia. It's hovering. He's, so to speak, a secondary atonement, a partial atonement. Says the going? That Aaron Akoye needs the full atonement. His kids from Shemit Levi don't need a full atonement, but they need a mikufia kapora mikufia. In other words, who caused his children to have them need a kapora? Aaron. So, we, therefore, when Aaron and his kids are making the smicha, they must do it with their father. Because they're not really true partners. They can't make separate smicha. The only reason they've got to do the smicha is because they're, they're secondary to their father. Because their father sinned and caused affected them in a roundabout way, right? So, therefore, because they need a secondary, uh, peripheral, so to speak, kapora, and it's only because of their father, therefore, they can't separate their smicha from their father. They must do it with their father. Because the Bailin do it and they are a sequence to that father. That's why it says, Mufurish. That's what we have to change. First, it says in, in Parsha of each one does it separately, because there I called the commanded them to do the smicha before the sin. See, each one's a separate entity. But when it comes to the Parsha it's after the sin, there it says, They're all doing it together. Why are they doing it together? They have to do it together because the father and son, it's not the Chata are doing it together. This is what he says, the Givaldic theme. And then, we can't elaborate library on this, but this is another Givaldic theme. Take a look, Vaishchot, it says, in the chumash, take a look. The trop, the tune, right? The trop of Vaishchot from the first par. It says, there's one trop." This, uh, the two, the, the, the musical tunes, va'ba the par. Then the va'yishkot of the second aisle, the first aisle. Then there's a va'yishkot of the third aisle, and the the, the trop is a shalshelas va'yishkot. What's the Vayish? Why is there a shalshelas? On the third one, he says, because we had to transfer, we have to now, we have to link, we have to, so to speak, uh, detach ourselves from the, what was supposed to be initially a shlomim, and we have to now, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, this is all, comes about the Loshna Gemara. Let me just read for you Losh Hashanah, and I'm, I'm the Gemara, I'm finishing. The Loshna Gemara is the entire Loshna Gemara. The Gemara says, the Oracle Shepherd brings this. The Gemara says, in the Abvava Mugbei, he says, the Gemara as follows. And the Gemara says, you're called the Schieten Knife, right? is actually drawing something down. So there the Gemara speaks about that a carbon was set aside for a carbon tomit, and then we have to, whilst the slaughtering, and we don't need no more carbon tomates because it's the new season, etc. it becomes an oil on the kitesh it's transferred automatically, so to speak. What causes the transfer? The knife, the cutting, the shritah. So that's the meaning, eh? The shritah is umoshach, it's drawn, it draws, it draws, it detaches you from one state to another state. So the Rav says, in this, in our case, it also, there's a concept that has many Criteria, etc., etc. We have no time to discuss it. But the concept is that we're detaching it from the Shlomim according to the Tosefos Yishonim. That's the Tosefos Yishonim. There's a chatos. Where's the chatos? It says before it's a Shlomim. No, but after the sin, it became, it developed, it becomes, it has, it, 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 it attached to it, becomes, has a, it, it, it attains a criteria of chatos in addition to Shlomim. and that's the reason why it says by Ishcha, because we have to draw it down, so to speak. The tune conveys the gist. The message of the word of the token, of the content that we're con- we we're saying in addition, what is it? We're detaching it from the shlomim and, and, and so to speak linking it with the khatos, and that's And we're coming into it and have a wonderful night. is right. 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 your birthday? You I, it. oh, well, I finished. Finished. It's your birthday. This is a bidden? We finished. No, no, no. Have a laugh and cheer. Every shell shallow has only 500 in the theater, Yeah. yeah. Really? yeah. You. The builder bone is known to explain think That's forever you just a All the trucks have Every drop. It's murder me my